Start with a virus. Import it into America. Talk about it non-stop. Call some governors. Nod them. Nod them. That's your guys. Put patients into nursing homes. Kill thousands. Blame the president. Keep blaming. Blame some more. Lock down small business. Kill the economy. Push mail-in voting. Stoke a race war. Call for riots. Pick a candidate. No, not her. Yeah, that's more like it. Lock him in his basement. Shield him from the press. Don't cover this. Don't cover this. Don't cover this. Keep doing that. Ignore the economic recovery. Downplay the world peace. Pump the pause. Pump. Pump. Don't stop pumping. Install your software in swing states. That was fast. Take control of polling stations. Call off the election when you're losing. Kick everyone out. Pull out all the extra ballots. Get the software to do its thing. Get the media to say it's over. Call the big tech guys. Ban anyone who notices. Act like the whole thing never happened. Stealing the most powerful republic in the world. It's that easy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's Monday, November 15th. I'm your host, Jordan Sather, and today of all days, I am 31 years young, so I'm going to celebrate by filming this video for you guys and putting in some work. That uh, intro video that I found, you know, I like to put a little meme at the beginning of these videos. That one's a little old. I think it came out at the end of last year, the beginning of this year. It's quite a few months old, but anyway, I found it again this morning, and I thought it was more relevant than ever, so that's today's intro video. As for the subject content, we're going to be discussing, we got a lot of court cases to, gov uh, to cover from Bannon's to Ghislaine Maxwell to Rittenhouse to even some Alex Jones thrown in the mix. So a lot of legal stuff going on today. Then we'll move quickly into uh, some, uh, just a variety of other topics, some COVID topics, some UFO uh, articles too. And General Flynn actually on Telegram posted a... Uh, posted a video of John Brennan talking about UFOs. We'll, we'll discuss that towards the end. It's pretty interesting. And then some other stuff thrown in there as well. Some drama in the truth movement that's pretty friggin' weird. Shots being fired between some major players. So I'm, And I got some things to say about it because I think it's pretty ridiculous. So anyway, let's get right to it here. Our first court case to discuss, that is Steve Bannon. This morning, Steve Bannon surrendered himself to federal agents in Washington, D.C. there because he was charged with contempt of Congress. The January 6th committee wanted a bunch of information from him, wanted him to come testify. He didn't do it. He didn't give him info. He didn't go testify, so they charged him. He decided to turn himself in, and, uh, you know, they're going to regret messing with this guy. They're going to regret messing with him. It's going to just make him more popular than ever. It's going to light a fire under a lot of people's asses, including Bannon's. And yeah, this is this is not going to be good. So I'm really interested to uh, see where this goes. And uh, Bannon himself said that this is this is noise, not signal. He said, "Remember, signal, not noise." That's a common uh, that's a common term that I hear thrown around by a lot of uh, military types, military intelligence types. Noise is all the crap out there that they're trying to distract you with, and it's to distract you away from the signal, from that that narrative that they don't want you focusing on because they're nervous of you focusing on it. So anyway, uh, yeah, clearly just noise. Stay strong, Bannon. 
Next court case, we got Rittenhouse, which Kyle Rittenhouse's case, I haven't been following too much of, quite honestly, um, because so many other people out there are following it. So why do I need to, you know, just <laughs> waste my time on it and say the things that so many people out there are already saying. But uh, today's the final day of it, it looks like. And there were some pretty stunning statements made that I do want to cover because it's just ridiculous. So the prosecutor... The Kenosha District Attorney, this tool bag right here, one of the crazy things he did was he literally said to Kyle in his closing arguments, you lose the right to self-defense when you're the one who brought the gun. You lose the right to self-defense when you're the one who brought the gun. Isn't bringing firearms the the literal act of self-defense that people bring firearms for. That's why we have a Second Amendment. How are you losing the right to self-defense? That is your self-defense, is bringing a tool with you to dangerous situations, having that protection on hand. You know what I mean? So there was that, and that wasn't even the worst part. This was, was even worse. And when I just logged on to my computer couple of hours ago and I saw this, I thought it was fake. I thought it was a joke, but this actually happened. The prosecutor whipped out an AR-15, as you can see here, and straight up pointed it at the jury. I'm not making that up. Can you say jury intimidation? How is this not that? And what terrible trigger experience there. Like, I like this tweet. Spot the difference. Kyle Rittenhouse, in the heat of it, in the dramatic situation there, has better trigger discipline than stupid-ass DA. <laughs> He's about to pull an Alec Baldwin, this guy. That's dangerous, man. Pointing it right at the jury, too. Like, whoa. That's something else. So we'll see what happens with this particular court case. But even the blue check marks on Twitter don't have an excuse for this dumbass on the left here. Nobody does. What was he thinking? What was he thinking? Look at that shit. And the, these are the gun control nuts. These are the ones that, you know, clearly, <laughs> yeah, they need gun control help. They need to figure out how to control their weapons better. Look at that. That's not. Uh... All right, moving on next. Court case that we have going on. Like I said, we got a lot of them. Ghislaine. Ghislaine Maxwell's court case begins in two weeks. The jury selection is beginning today, so they're selecting the jury for the case this week, and yesterday, Ghislaine actually talked to the media for the first time since I don't even know when, maybe since her arrest, but she gave an interview to a media outlet called The Mail out of England there, The Mail on Sunday, and she was basically just trying to play victim saying that her her treatment in the prison there, in the Manhattan prison, is terrible. She has no stamina. She's tired. She doesn't have shoes that fit properly. And she used to take a shower every day, but she stopped because of the creepy guards and all these certain things when, you know, victim, victim, victim. Um, pretty ridiculous. Yeah, no sympathy for her. And we'll see where the court case goes from there eyes on that one and speaking of which have we gotten that list of co-defendants yet or co-conspirators i mean co-conspirators with Ghislaine maxwell i thought we were supposed to get that list 
few weeks back. I don't know if that flew under the radar or if that's still coming or whatnot, but still some details with this whole situation I think we're waiting for. And then the very last one is Alex Jones. So Alex Jones, on the losing end of this case, the Connecticut judge ordered Alex Jones to pay damages to families of Sandy Hook shooting victims in defamation lawsuits. And the defamation lawsuits were centered around Alex Jones calling the whole thing a hoax. That was his way of terming it a hoax when it goes to note here a false flag doesn't mean it's a hoax maybe alex jones should have stuck to that language just calling it a false flag um yeah false flag does not mean straight up hoax alex jones of course was going with the hoax angle which i don't think it was a freaking hoax but he lost there so poor Infowars. Uh, and speaking of InfoWars, we're going to move on into another subject now. But, you know, Stu Peters, good old Stu Peters, he's got a lot of connections to InfoWars. And that's one, there's a, there's a lot of red flags there that have kind of made me question the guy in recent months. How did he blow up so quick less than a year ago? getting onto Alex Jones primetime interviews, interviewing Lynn Wood, just like, boom, household name in the matter of, like, just a couple of months. He went from a rapper and bounty hunter to major conservative talk show host in, like, a couple weeks flat. And now, you know, more recently, not only has he had, I think, some questionable guests on his show with some questionable, not that much evidence for their claims, but... One of the things that's making me question him is his attacks. He's attacking everybody. He's attacking people more than I freaking am, right? <laughs> Causing more drama than me. At least when I attack people, there's some damn good reason to it. But what Stu Peters has just been like like a monkey throwing shit, letting it fly at everybody. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Vernon Jones. Now, Stu Peters is going after Rich Grinnell. Yeah, Rich Grinnell. Seemingly out of nowhere. I don't know why Stu Peters is getting in on this. Uh, I know Rich Grinnell has had a little bit of a beef with Randy, Wendy Rogers on Twitter the last week or so. But it's just like a little Twitter beef. I don't know why Stu Peters feels the need to get in the middle of it. And also say this, okay? Look at this post that he made on Telegram last night. Stu Peters said, Fake conservatives like Rich Grinnell push homo propaganda in your face claiming to be, quote, followers of Christ while sexualizing your kids and hoping to orgasm with anal sex. Deception and confusion, still Stu Peter's quote here, forcing you to question yourself and your faith or common tactics of the enemy, not just the communist enemy, but the devil himself. That, my friends, is some crazy shit. And I feel the need to defend Rich Grinnell here because I like Rich Grinnell I think he's a stand-up guy. I have never seen him push homo propaganda in your face at all. Grinnell's got a little bit of a, a twang in his voice, but, you know, if you just listened to the dude and looked at the dude, you would never know. You would never know he was gay. And by reading his feeds and stuff like that, it's not, it's not something he commonly discusses. And I've never seen him push any type of pedophilic content or talk about anal sex or something like that. Like, what in the absolute hell is Stu Peters going off on here? And then this 
wasn't just the end of it. Stu Peters, Wendy Rogers echoed Stu Peters' post, and I think Jaron Jackson did too. You know, you have that that team, that network of Stu Peters, Lynn, Wendy, Jaron. They're all super close. They're all super close on Telegram, and they kind of create this echo chamber between them. And, uh, you know, he, here's a big problem I'm seeing, honestly, in this movement right now, and it's it's a religious radicalism. It's not being religious. I'm totally fine with anybody's religious leanings. That's the beauty of America. You have freedom to practice your religion. And in terms of unity and the idea of where we go one, we go all, that means everybody, no matter who you pray to, whether you are Christian, whether you pray to Buddha, whether you're more new agey, doesn't matter. You're okay as long as you're a good person with good intentions and just trying to do good in the world. You're on my team. I'm down with it. But when you when you have this like sort of radicalism or this jihadi mentality almost, and then this this I'm better than you or my beliefs, my ideas, my spirituality is better than yours approach, it creates this cult-like fervor. And that can happen with anybody. I see it all the time with um, people with more religious leanings, Christians, but also I see it a lot in the New Age spectrum. People thinking that my my beliefs lead me to be enlightened and they're better than your beliefs. Your beliefs don't cause you to be enlightened. You're praying to the wrong gods. You have the wrong beliefs, the wrong ideas. You're going to hell for them, right? It, it, it doesn't matter which spectrum it is. I see it all the time. I see new agey people bash Christians. And I'm like, why the hell are you doing that? That's pretty stupid. Then I see Christians over here bashing everybody else. And it's like, what the fuck are you all thinking? <laughs> That's the absolute opposite of progression of this truth movement of where we want to go. It's like taking us backwards. It's taking us back in the freaking dark ages, folks. So that kind of, that, that radicalism, not helpful. And I'm seeing it from Stu Peters and Wendy Rogers here. And not just the radicalism, but the, just the, the bigotry, the hate. Like, what the fuck? Not helpful. And Stu Peters. Like, honestly, I wonder where he gets his narratives. I wonder who types the words that end up on his teleprompter, honestly. And then he's got all his InfoWars connections. Guest hosting on Alex Jones' show, his producers, best friends with a bunch of InfoWars people. Like, that's why I think Stu Peters is like an Alex Jones 2.0. He uses a lot of the same tactics, too. The fear of porn, the, uh, the sensationalism, and sometimes his guests don't really have that much evidence for the claims they're bringing on, but it's like, it's weird. Something's weird there. Something's weird there, man. So, okay, onward from this. Kosh Patel. Kosh Patel going on Maria Bartiromo's Sunday morning futures show yesterday and dropping some bombs saying that he expects Durham to basically just be getting started. He expects Durham to bring forth a whole hell of a lot more indictments. And uh, it's going to get big. It's going to get big, folks. So we'll see if we get any nice Christmas presents from Durham <laughs> over the holiday season. Some bigger fish to fry. Uh, one of those fish might be Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff, we know, has been lying about this whole dossier thing and trying to push it, push it, push it, still pushing it, saying he doesn't regret pushing this dossier. He was on NBC's Meet the Press, of course, over the weekend. So this guy is one of the worst liars out there in Congress, and he is on the hot seat again today over his communist Chinese connections. So this was an exclusive by the National Pulse today. They had a report 
claiming that uh, Adam Schiff met with former chairman of Chinese Communist Party's foreign influence operations. So, ugh, if there was one guy, there's dozens of them, but if there was one guy you would love to see just go down in flames in the halls of Congress, it is freaking pedophile Schiff. This asshole right here. So, he's not having a good day. He's probably nervous as shit for what Durham's going to bring out and all this other stuff exposing him. So we got that. Next article, let's move on to this late-night statement from the White House. They put out this statement, very odd, very odd timing, um, and they were basically looked like pressured into putting this out, just doing it for purely PR reasons. But the White House issued a statement defending Kamala Harris. And a lot of people have been questioning what the heck's going on with Harris. Does she even exist anymore? Does she, you know, what's she even doing? And they put out this statement Jen Psaki did through her Twitter account. VP is not only a vital partner to Joe Biden, POTUS, but a bold leader, Kamala is, who has taken on key important challenges facing the country, from voting rights to addressing root causes of migration to expanding broadband. I guess that's a key important challenge, expanding broadband. All right. I haven't seen her do any of that, right? She gets rolled out to uh to like this public event every 3 months and then sits there for about 5 minutes, says three things, two of which are just awful things that get her get her lit up on Twitter, and then she leaves, not to be seen again for a long time. So, <laughs> pretty funny that they're putting that out. Wonder why. Next up, ACLU condemning the FBI raid on Project Veritas. You know you fucked up. Sorry, a lot of F-bombs in this one, but uh, sometimes you're just in that kind of mood. You know you messed up, the FBI did, when the ACLU condemns you, when the the total left-wing propagandist ACLU woke organization, <laughs> if they're condemning you, yeah, you done goofed. You done messed up. And uh, the FBI clearly did by raiding James O'Keefe. I mean, like, it's similar to the Bannon situation. The James O'Keefe situation is. So they're getting they're getting pressured by the FBI and the DOJ, but what's it what's it doing? The Streisand effect is in full force here. It's only giving them more credibility. It's only giving them more popularity. It's only making people call for the abolishment of the FBI here, or at least the total restructuring of that organization. So, pff, all right, go for it. These guys will only rise stronger than ever after getting targeted. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Taiwan suspending the second round of Pfizer's COVID vaccines for children due to heart problems. Thank you, Taiwan, for freaking admitting it and doing something about it, and also not suspending Johnson & Johnson and Moderna, who seem to be the scapegoats, and all these countries are letting Pfizer get a pass. Meanwhile, it's AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson to get thrown under the bus. Taiwan is suspending straight-up Pfizer, which is good, going after the main the main beast in that pharma cult, and then uh, admitting because it's of its the myocarditis, the pericarditis, the heart inflammation. So they're suspending it. Thank you, Taiwan. So there's that. Then, what other COVID stuff? Looking like Looks like we're on to COVID now. Uh, okay, we got a couple of lame-ass excuses 
by the media. You can tell that the mainstream media is getting the talking points to try to explain away heart problems. Speaking of heart problems. So this came out a few days ago. A new study reveals cannabis use by adults could lead to higher risk of heart attack than non-users. Right, right. Blame it on the weed. It's not the vaccines giving them heart problems. No, nothing to see here. Jedi mind tricks. It is the marijuana. <laughs> All righty then. Not only that, but this one too. People. People.com. I guess they're, they're medical experts these days. I mean, anybody can be a medical expert as long as you're pro-vaccine, right? But if you're anti-vaccine, even if you're a doctor, you're a crazy kook. Uh, People.com said, cases of, quote, broken heart syndrome on the rise among women over 50, study finds. Okay, hold on. Where did this study come from? Oh, it was the, the Journal of the American Heart Association. I'm sure that did not have any biases at all. I'm sure they weren't appeasing any sort of special interests funding that study at all. Wonder if the drug company funded that. I bet they did. Okay. This study says a broken heart syndrome is on the rise. Wow. Weakened heart muscles. Ooh, it's caused by emotional stress. I think they even blame the emotional stress on COVID. Like people have broken heart syndrome because they have they have significant others or loved ones that have had COVID or something like that. And uh Oh, man, so many heart problems going around. Ah, jeez. wonder what they're trying to explain away. Pretty obvious. Uh, and last one on COVID. Then we'll finish up by talking about the UFOs, and we'll take a look at uh, Flynn's Telegram posts on that. So Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, one of the only sports players that I respect these days because not only is he uh, being a total Chad and being unvaccinated <laughs> and, then, and then lying about it, which is kind of awesome. Uh, Aaron Rodgers saying that he'd rather do pressers via Zoom than wear a mask on the podium. Nice. Don't blame him at all. Like, why not? He could be just sitting there in his PJs, putting on a nice shirt, though, and then doing a Zoom call. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm wearing my PJs right now. Maybe I'm in my birthday suit right now. You guys don't know. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, man, yeah. I only respect sports players these days that they just stand up for the truth. And, of course, the MLB, the NFL, and the NBA, and Major League Soccer, MLS too, I mean, they're all just full of cucks. It's sad. Pretty much the only place we find anybody with the courage enough to stand up these days is, like, golf and NASCAR and MMA. And even then, there's still a bunch of cucks in golf and NASCAR. MMA is the only one with, like, real fighters. But uh, that's because the, the whole UFC is, you know, owned by Dana White, who's a badass himself. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, and I mean, I guess Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady's a MAGA fan, and he's into Bitcoin, so Tom Brady's all right, too. But that's pretty much it, aside from them. Uh, I mean, I'm in the Seattle area. Everybody over here is obsessed with Russell Wilson, and I'm like, oh, God, Russell Wilson, the one who – Signed up for the NBC Roll Up Your Sleeves Provax special. He, like, hosted it, right? Total sellout. Russell Wilson is one of the biggest sellouts in the NFL now. But uh, that's probably why he broke his finger. 
It's good old karma. Good old karma. And okay, last last couple of things here. Number one, actually had an interesting UFO sighting. Uh, pretty intriguing UFO sighting. This was printed in the media over the weekend, and somebody's doorbell cam caught a triangular-looking UFO. This was in... Where was this? Was this in England? I'm not getting a... Yeah, yeah, Hertfordshire. This was in England. So we got a we got a triangular light kind of going through the trees. That, that looks like a man-made one. That looks like a man-made one to me. Gotta ask yourself. Whatever you get a legitimate UFO sighting and you cannot explain it away with being a weather balloon or a drone or a helicopter or something like that. If you get a legit sighting, basically it's either ours or theirs. It's either a man-made one or it's, you know, not of this planet. The not of this planet ones, I do think they're around. I do think people have had genuine ET craft sightings, but I don't I don't think they're that common. And I, I think a lot of the ET craft sightings that people think they see are actually man-made ones. Not all of them, but I do think the majority of UFOs seen in our skies are man-made craft. And I mean, just with how many cameras and phones and technological devices there are these days, we're going to naturally get more sightings. It's not that they're happening more. It's just that there's more people on this planet. There's more devices out there to film them with. This is just, you know, the the state of things. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting there. And then more interesting is that Flynn giving us a couple more posts on Telegram that uh, I'm reporting on here just because he's bringing up the topics. And Flynn being counter-intel master Flynn, you can never tell what the heck's going on in his head by design. But, uh... <laughs> He's saying, he gave us a couple of posts. He first said, this guy can't be right, dot, dot, dot. This guy can't be right. That's the first post we got. Second post is a TikTok video. Another TikTok video Flynn's posting. He, he must like that app or something. Or maybe people share these videos with him and then he posts them. But maybe, maybe Flynn's lurking on the TikTok. Who knows? But he posts this TikTok video of John Brennan talking about UFOs. It's a minute-long statement of John Brennan basically just putting out the mainstream UFO narratives like, oh, I don't know what these sightings are, but we're getting sightings, and oh, I guess it uh, could be non-human intelligence, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I just want to play this for a minute. Look at his... Is it playing here? Look at his body language. Isn't his, isn't his body language just the most awkward thing you've ever seen in your life? He can't look at the camera, for one. It looks like he's looking straight down, like at a piece of paper with his talking points on it, number two. Oh, God. And John Brennan, he's great at lying. He loves to lie. He does it all the time. He has no problem doing it. Yet, for some reason, this is one of the most uncomfortable answers I've ever seen him give. Still hasn't looked at the camera. And he even starts putting putting his hand on his head, almost as if to say, like, I can't believe I'm running with this shit. Or I can't believe I'm saying this. Like he know he knows he's he's he knows he's being bent over to put that out. He hasn't looked into the camera once. It's, isn't it weird, right? 
So Flynn says this guy can't be right. And and on one hand, Flynn is correctamundo. John Brennan is never right because it's John Brennan. Talk about Adam Schiff being a serial liar. Like John Brennan is a is a next level over that. But uh on the other hand, like there's a whole lot that Flynn's saying with what he's not saying, correct? And I mean, Flynn was the head of the DIA there for a few years. Actually, uh, this is a detail that not a lot of people are aware of, but that whole secret UFO government program, ATIP or whatever, right? The one that New York Times and all the media has been reporting on for the last four years. So that was conducted from 2008 to 2012, the ATIP secret, I guess not so secret, that they're telling us all about it, but secret UFO government program. That ran from 2008 to July 2012. When did Flynn become director of the DIA? July 2012. So that ATIP program ended the same month. I don't know if it ended before Flynn got into the DIA office. I don't know if Flynn got in there and ended it. I don't know if he's aware of it. I don't know shit. But I think... That is a very enlightening little detail. Um, man, what what I would love to ask Flynn about all that, what he knows. Has he been briefed on that secret UFO government program? What does he know about it? What does he know about all the other programs out there that are far more deeper, darker, and blacker? Uh, of course, he wouldn't be able to tell me shit, me asking him those questions. But, yeah, interesting. And, I mean, let's be real. Q told us that, uh, all this mainstream media UFO stuff is a distraction, but Q also told us that consider the vastness of space. Uh, ET life is most definitely out there. That topic is of the highest classification to the intelligence community, and space programs do exist outside public domain. Basically, secret space programs do exist. To what extent, we don't know. I think a lot of the you know secret space program insiders and super soldiers out there are probably mostly full of shit but uh no programs exist outside of public domain so we can surmise that flynn knows a shitload and just a shitload he's not telling us maybe one day he will or maybe not hopefully he does but interesting times interesting times and uh one more thing i do remember listening to flynn on a podcast a month or two back and he he was asked about ufos straight up, and he did say, he kind of echoed the distraction lines, like it's a distraction, which he's right, right? On one end, absolutely, this mainstream media UFO stuff is a distraction, misdirection, and they're also trying to set up their gatekeepers and like manage the disclosure narratives, right? But, the, I mean, the truth about everything no matter what topic it is, the truth about everything, including UFOs, how it's been hidden from us, how the deep state manages it, right? That, I mean, for, uh, in one regard, that is some of the most important information that we could learn about, that humanity could get the truth about, the technologies that have been hidden from us, how those technologies were acquired, other life in the cosmos, the uh, spiritual, cosmological, like, grand implications of all that knowledge too it's it's very important to learn but this we we got some stuff i guess to to deal with we got some mandates to deal with some stolen elections to deal with before we get to those those 
super deep topics. And yet, the UFO disclosure we're getting in the media right now, that is the distraction, not not the whole topic in general. So, anyway, I think that's my rant to end on. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Much appreciated. I'm not doing a live stream tonight just because I'm not really feeling in the mood. But I will get this up, and I'll do a live stream later this week, just a Q&A sesh. I've been having some people asking me to do one, so... I'll probably do it on either Wednesday or Thursday, but I will. I'll put out an email and a reminder on Telegram when I set the day and time. Probably ha have it on Thursday, and then um, I'll get to get back to doing a twice a week live schedule. So there's that. Uh, aside from the live stream later this week, I'll be having a couple of interviews come out. Be doing one with Patel Patriot. Be doing a couple more. Uh, to be determined. I'll also be launching my Conspiracy Analytica podcast a little later this week, so that'll be coming out too. Uh, so you'll get a lot of podcasts. You'll get a lot of interviews from me this week. And then um, lastly here, I am restructuring my jordansather.tv website. So it's got a new look. Uh, I'm going to be redoing these categories as well uh, on the site too. And then... Uh, be kind of redoing some stuff, getting some exclusive videos up on there as well. I'm going to be kind of just doing some behind-the-scenes stuff, giving a room tour of what's going on here and and whatnot, some exclusive videos in there. So you can sign up to that website and support the work I do and then also get access to all my videos ad-free. And then you can watch it on your Roku or your iPhone if, if you want to. I got an app, iOS app. If you search Destroying the Illusion on Roku or your iPhone, uh, your app store, you'll be able to find my jordansather.tv app and watch all my videos on there. So if you guys want to sign up, I appreciate that. I appreciate your support. Uh, you get some free, some perks, some access to Zoom calls and discount codes and things like that if you sign up to this. But it's not necessary. I don't put any intel. I don't put any information behind uh, the paywall. It's just, you know, to support and some extra goodies. So that's that. Anyway, guys, I will see you in the next video. I'll be having a couple coming out tomorrow. And, and you have a good week. Take care, everybody.